WKZO News Time is 9.06. Good morning and welcome to Over the Garden Fence. Brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral Garden and Brood Center, the corner of Millam and 12th Street. And here's your host for Over the Garden Fence, Mr. Andy Waddell. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm upright and breathing. I'll take it. <laughs> Sometimes that's what you ask. That's how you, did I get up? Yes. Am I on the right side of the uh, carrot patch? Yes. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm good. Am I vertical? Yes. Am I vertical? Yes, I'm good. And Jim, it's you've got a great forecast today. Oh, I know it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's it's great for shoveling dirt, which I'm going to be doing. <laughs> um, we 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 put in two raised gardens. Decided oh, nice. that was not enough. Uh, got two hexagonal gardens that we put in our front yard, and now we're going to do. I'm not exactly sure again what the what the the correct title for this is, but it's it's the vertical garden Mm-mm. where they mm-hmm. have you can have small. Um, the shallow uh, pits or the big ones, mm-hmm. um, and I think we've got one where we're going to have thirty different uh, stackable, stackable stack. one, mm-hmm. vertical. So vertical I'm going gardening. to be later on. I'm going to be <clears throat> shoveling dirt. I have seen where they've had things called woolly pockets that you used to be able to build pockets on little like garden she shed doors, so you could have your herbs along there. And I've seen where you could grow inside your home for. Good, good, you know, basil, lettuce year round, you know. So I'm not sure what we're going to put in it. I know we're going to put some flowers. Uh huh. Um, you know, it's uh, it's um, it's gonna it's it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna good. be fun. I've shoveled a lot of dirt this year, and you know, I'm I'm getting pretty good at it now. Good. I'm not particularly fond of it, but I'm I'll do it. It's no big deal. But the you can start seeing the well, just for an example, because of the hot weather. Mm-hmm. And I forget what the term is. Andrea said it, and I forget what it is. Our spinach started to do seed. What is that? It begins with a B, I think. I, I forget what it's called. Okay. Anyway, the spinach started to go because of the hot weather. Because of the hot weather. So we picked the spinach, and we had it uh, a couple nights ago. Yeah, but you take take that seed head right off. You can do that with, with um, broccoli, lettuce, yeah. um Rhubarb, a lot of leaf greens want to turn to that seed when they go under stress. Stress, just like a tree, mm-hmm. will seed out like a maple or a blue spruce up at the top a year later. Well, same with lettuce on that. So Yeah, but so, it was good. You bet. You oh, bet. man. Always tastes better when it's fresh. So good morning, everybody. We're just gabbing here, but yeah. we just want to say um, thanks for joining us to Over the Garden Fence. We'd love to have you uh, call in. And this morning, I got a couple uh, gift cards, Jim, we can okay. uh, do after timely tips. But there's a little catch with a couple of these oh. gift cards, a $10 gift card that uh, I need to know what you would, um, what you can envision um, needing for that gift card, oh, whether it's Jim is talking about shoveling dirt and maybe it's uh, somebody wanting a hydrangea at the same time. We'll take that uh, maybe after the first break. So, um, And if you're a little radio shy, you can text in at what, Jim? Oh, 80373, and we'll take your text and uh, read it out and, and get you an answer. You bet. So good morning, everybody, to a great day at Over the Garden Fence. Now, I just want to say, last week we had an event. And I want to yeah. say thank you to everybody who came. We had a garden party like we've never seen. Beautiful weather. Hundreds of people showed up in the Victorian-style era, uh, men with pinstripe suits and uh, suspenders with their top hats and um, uh, ladies with their lace and gowns So and their hats. So we just can't thank them enough to show up. It was, it was a fun time. 
But we got another event this week. Hmm, I'll be darned. And it's because Michigan has got great weather in the forecast. That's the event. High of mid-70s and beautiful blue skies, I've got gardening on my mind. You know, a smart gardener or landscaper takes every advantage of good weather. We know the hot weather after this week will be back. Yes, it was a scorcher. Just make sure everybody uh, stays hydrated and um, be, be smart. Somebody can take the heat better than others. Uh, we got a lot of done with our crews this week out landscaping. I commend all who work out 100% of the time outside this week. Our crew's been starting at 6.30 to beat the heat. Start early, end early, but a lot of them don't. Something uh, um, people work until 6.30 at night. So, again, welcoming everybody um, and appreciating everybody works outside from those farmers, construction, uh, concrete guy, my guy um, uh, doing the uh, diesel fuel the other day. Um, you could just feel the heat coming off the diesel truck as the pump of the diesel was pumping in a mm, 97 degree. I bet he had a 200 degree truck in the back pumping so um commend everybody so um you know as our um as our week goes on our list gets bigger our honeydew list tends to grow you know that list the one that is got it gets brought up to you jim when you're on a beach at vacation and your wife says hey can you grab that pad and pen and paper let's make the list and get all the Stuff done. Yep, that list. So, really, what Jim brought up is the first on my list from last week. To prune or not to prune. And that definitely is the question. The second will be taking care of our plants. We had some extreme heat this week. So, we'll talk about both. So, first... First is definitely let's address that pruning because uh, we get a lot of that this week at the store. Evergreens, it's actually um, the best time is late winter or early spring. But guess what? The second best time is coming up now, mid-June to mid-July. Believe it or not, all the new growth has come out on a lot of the pine, spruce, and fir. And there would be good chances for that to be pruned before it starts setting its bud next year. Never prune evergreens in the fall. Unless you have to. I mean, Jim, if it's rubbing against the house and is rooting the siding or something like that, take a branch off, but try not to prune. It's like um, <clears throat> you and me having not very much hair on the top and then giving a hard haircut and sending you out all winter. Is it better, Andy, you mentioned you know rubbing against the house and stuff like that. Is it better to prune the entire branch than to cut maybe half of it off and then leave the that's other a good half. point it's okay to cut half off okay? okay but at that point you know if you're cutting back you're cutting that dominant leader you might have only a branch go out from the sides at that point which might not be too bad because then it won't rub on the house and again. do you cut a straight cut or do you <clears throat> angle or you know what matter? i like i like to be a little more selective and look where the branches why off so you know what you're leaving is not a stump shade trees again pruning the best time dormancy is best oak especially remember oak don't touch right now but if there is a opportunity to um oh, jim i'm having some 
headphone problems, excuse me, everybody. Um, figure December 15th to March 15th is by far your best time. Second best time, guess what? June 15th to July 15th. It's because the first flush of growth has already hardened off. Yes, it is harder for us to look at the tree, um, but the bleeding would stop. There's not much sap flowing, flowing right now in those trees. So um, you could be doing a secondary pruning right now. Again, I don't like to prune in the late fall because a lot of the sugars being stored carbohydrates for a spring spring flush of uh, of branching. So broadleaf evergreens, like it depends on the variety: rhododendron, azalea, boxwood, holly, all need to be pruned again after the first flush of growth. Rhododendron and azalea will actually set their flower buds for next year right now if they have not already started. I like to look at the rhododendron itself and take a look and where the old flower buds are is the pistol and the stamen from the flower. You can actually, not with a pruner, but with your hands, they snap right off and you will see little florets or buds coming off to the side of that. Let's say you need to prune that rhododendron hard. That is a, sometimes a question. Can I prune it back into the woody canes? Yes, you can. But look at those canes down in the plant. You will find dormant buds that you can cut above. So they will actually, those dormant buds will break dormancy and set leaves. So you can actually do that to a rhododendron successfully with the following making sure there's cool roots and warm top that follows because if we get the heat and we get new flush of wood, new leaves have to have moisture. Don't forget about your trees in the summer and your shrubs. Spring flowering shrubs, go ahead and prune now. Things that have flowered a long time ago, like spring forsythia, spring white spirea. Um, those all could take a very nice haircut and come back with a vengeance and still flower very nicely for next season. Summer flowering shrubs, unless you want to prune off the flower, I might leave them alone. Hydrangea, Rosa Sharon, those are all things that are still setting flower and ready to go. Hydrangeas could be cleaned up, everybody, because a lot of the stem wood that did die over the winter is now showing up as not leafing out. Clean out the dead wood and those canes, and you'll find better success with your hydrangeas. Vines, the same way. Clematis, trumpet vine, bittersweet, all have dead wood on them, and they will need to be cleaned up. Getting rid of the dead wood will have the new vine come up and out. And um, again, clematis is a very touchy item. If uh, pruned the wrong way, you might never get your flower. So we'll take a break here in a second, but I'm going to um, actually want to talk, Jim, in the last few uh, weeks, we've had a good topic, too, that is all about houseplants. Yes. So I'm yes, going yes, to be yes. um, talking about houseplants in a second, and I'm going to switch headphones. Well, I think it's not the headphone. I think it's the plug-in. Okay. So we'll fix it in the break. But in the meantime, 382-4280-877-382-4280. Or you can uh, always uh, text us at 80373, and we'll be right back with Over the Garden Fence on WKZO. 
Now is a great time to add bright bloomers to your outdoor living area with top quality plants from Waddell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center. Waddell's has many beautiful blooming shrubs and an array of colors, including several varieties of spirea shrubs, potentilla shrubs, and elderberry shrubs. This week, save 10% when you buy one of these summer blooming shrubs, save 15% when you buy two, or save 20% when you buy three. Spirea shrubs provide lots of bright blooms that attract pollinators. Elderberry shrubs require very little maintenance and provide lots of good-for-you fruit. And remember, this week, save 10% when you buy one, 15% if you buy two, or save 20% if you buy three. Any combination of spirea, potentilla, and elderberry shrubs qualifies for the discount. Stop into Waddell's to stroll through the blooms and visit with our nursery specialist. We're always glad to assist you in selecting the right plants. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millman 12th Street. WKZO News Time 919 over the garden fence on this Saturday morning with an added benefit, so to speak. But let's let's explain a little bit about this. Andy Waddell, of course, our host uh, today, and Andy is brought some presents not even christmas and here we get presents isn't that nice <laughs> we're going to be giving away uh three i am three gift cards to waddell's however there is a catch there is a catch and what might that catch be mr waddell i want to know what their um their dream or their vision of their next gardening project and like okay. you said jim it might be raised bed it might be that next herb or that next perennial, or that next patio. So I just want to um, give a little feedback to some of the people and uh, okay. see what they're up to today. All right, well, let's go to the phones and talk to Bob this morning. Bob, welcome to Over the Garden Fence. How are you? Hey, Bob. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you today, Bob? Hey, it's a beautiful day, Andy. Man, it is a beautiful day. Good day to get the rototiller out and rototill in a few... Weeds. <laughs> Those weeds are growing just as good as everything else, aren't they, right now? Boy, you better believe it. Oh, Andy. man. Yeah. You Andy, too. Last year, you told me about a product that I could spray on my zucchini to prevent vine bore yes. disease. What is that product? Triple action. It's made by Fertilome, and it will. Uh, I don't know if we'll have a today. You could probably do it in the morning. It is. You'd want to do it when it's below that 72 degrees. Um, Ooh, okay. Just being cucumbine, you know you'll get a uh, a sun or a little um, heat off that. So I like to make sure don't spray when it's over 72, but triple action would take care of that squash vine. Great. I okay. appreciate it. So, um, Bob, a couple other things is are you um, squash vine sometimes loves overhead irrigation? And are you, how are you irrigating those vines? I have a garden hose, and I just kind of... Mm-hmm. Good, good. You're not having an oscillator go round and round and round. No. There you go. I love that. Okay, cucumbers, sometimes squash, cucumbers, melons, sometimes can be a little fussy with that overhead irrigation once in a while. So they also can react very good with a good feeding. So you could do uh, root and bloom. It's made by Fertilome, and it will kick a lot of those squash into heavier set of flour. And remember, first set of flour is virgin. It will be no good. Somebody will call up. Remember, Bob, they'll say, man, what's wrong with them? First set of flour will probably go to waste oh that's too bad no 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 it's just the the series of the plant and what, right. what second series of flower will start producing good okay bob stay in the line we got a little little gift for you i think hey, i think i, I, like I know that. what bob is going to spend his on. i know <laughs> i see i'm that. gonna guess 
triple action <laughs> and possibly uh, what was the other one? <laughs> so the the feed. Oh, the food. Yes, the, food? the root and bloom. Root and bloom. Mm-hmm. So, well, Bob, you you hang on a second, and we're going to send you back through to Mike. He's going to take your information, and uh, we'll uh, make arrangements to to get the uh, gift card to you. Okay, Bob. Thanks for the call. All right, thanks. Hang on, Bob. All right, so we send Bob through the glass, and it won't hurt him. Uh, which is good. Second up is uh, Joyce. Good morning. Welcome to Over the Garden Fence. Joyce, how are you? Good morning. I'm fine. Beautiful like day. Gentlemen are lovely. Um, <laughs> yeah, my my uh, anticipated project is planting a lot of flower bulbs. I've been waiting a long time to oh, do this yeah. for a number of reasons. Uh-huh. And I need a long-handled bulb planter. Oh, you know what, Joyce? The other day... Um, and you're gonna laugh at me because I didn't I didn't think a bulb planter was worthy. You know the guy you know in our big shovels and stuff. But then when I started seeing how easy Jackie and Amy were putting the bulbs in and pushing it down, it's got a nice troweled edge to it. Pops it right out. You tip it upside down. The soil pops right out, and you got that perfect hole to set that bulb down in. So Joyce, that is. Uh, are you thinking uh, spring and summer bulbs or fall bulbs? Well, all of the above at some point. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you can do gladiolas and and dahlias and cannas right now, and then uh, um, come fall, you could get your tulips and daffodils and hyacinths. So, yep, that's what I'm looking for. Well, Joyce, thank you, and uh, stay on the line. And yeah, yeah, sounds like a great project, Joyce. And uh, so, uh, Andy and Waddell's will uh, provide you with a gift card to pick up your bulb planter. We put. 200 gladiola bulbs in at a client's house the other day, wow. Joyce. So, so he wants he wants a summer and fall um, dazzle of color. So, uh, um, Joyce, have a good day and enjoy your bulb planter. All right, we're gonna you put you. Also, thank you. Put you, you on got. hold and send you back through the glass, and I promise it won't hurt. And uh, <laughs> we always have to warn people about that. And then uh, Mike will take some information from you, Joyce, in in, uh, in just a few moments. Mm-hmm. Um, when. When when you're talking, you were talking about uh, tulips and daffodils and I think hyacinths and things mm-hmm. like that. You put those bulbs in in the fall. Those come in about mm, second, third week in September. Even if they came in early, don't put your bulbs, the fall bulbs, in early. Mm-hmm. They'll end up popping out if you get a good uh, Indian summer. So I like to put them in when it starts getting cool. Maybe one frost might be under your belt or two. It starts cooling down a little bit. Um, when you start seeing them at Waddell's, that's not necessarily the time to put them in, but it's the time to buy them to get your selection. And uh, yeah. Stick them in the middle of October, end of October. All right. Well, we got, <coughs> we've got another call coming up, but we're going to take a quick break here on Over the Garden Fence. WKZO News Time 925. We'll be right back. You can always keep your gardens full of eye-catching blooms with plants from Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Waddell's is where you'll find the largest selection of annuals, perennial shrubs, and more. This week, while supplies last, most of Waddell's annuals are on sale. There's a great selection of annual flowers for sun, for shade, plus veggies like tomatoes and peppers. Get a flat of 48 flower or veggie plants on sale for $12.99. Mix and match your favorites. For flowers that are larger, save a dollar on each annual plant, including petunias, salvia, lantana, and begonias, as well as coleus, calibrachoa, and so many more. For a sunny garden, get calla lilies. These beauties provide gorgeous blooms all season and are on sale for just $10.49 in an assortment of colors. Want something for a sunny spot that doesn't get a lot of water? Need some color for a shady area? How about some flowers to cut for bouquets? 
Come to Adele's and visit their experienced staff. Located on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. WKZO News Time 926. We're having some fun here on the auction. <laughs> I was asked what kind of flower I really like, and I'd run running around, you know, in the greenhouses in the area. And I said, it's the flower that looks like an arrowhead. <laughs> I don't know what the name of it. It begins with a C, I think. Hmm. But it's beautiful. It's a beautiful flower. But yeah, it looks like an arrowhead. And, I'm and like, the, the foliage arrowhead or the flower? The flower. Uh-huh. The flower itself uh, looks like an arrowhead. And I'm like, Man, I, I'm great with perennials. I'm super good with trees and shrubs. I need to learn my annuals and my, my <laughs> birds a little better. So. I just, I don't know the Somebody name. knows what an arrowhead looking yeah, flower yeah. of an annual? Maybe, <laughs> maybe somebody knows. I think it texted in at <laughs> 80373 or they can call us and tell us. I've, I know the name. I've been told the name. Like, I need mean, a number it, uh, of times that right. I forget it. I butcher so. them. There's a lot of um, names that start with a C. It's yeah. not colocasia. It's, it's not yeah. coleus. So. No, it's a pretty flower, though. It uh-huh. is gorgeous. And Caliber core is another one, and it's not that. And it so. looks like an arrowhead, so I'm, I'm good with that. Uh, good morning. Welcome to, to uh, Over the Garden Fence. Good morning. Oh, hi. This is Rich. Hi, Rich. How are you? Good. I just had a question about a Rose of Sharon. Um, my daughter gave me one of the little bulbs last fall. It's a real pretty purple one. And um, I planted those bulbs. I guess they're about the size of a marble, maybe. And uh, I was wondering, uh, now, they're just maybe about two, three inches tall. Um, is, was that to be expected from the first year, or will it take off eventually? Now, I, um, Rich, you must have only got the seed off the Rosa Sharon, which right. is really kind of cool. You are correct. If you've got two to three inches the first year, you're doing really good because uh, that's just a little seed that's actually a woody plant. So you're you're on the first stages for sure. Um, so just let just let it go this year. I would. I would. Um, okay. If I mean. Two to three inch plant really can easily be mistaken for a weed. So you might want to. I almost cut it off. <laughs> so I like small little plants, smaller than a one gallon. I like to put a little mulch around it or a little stake by it, um, a little marker. So it says, hey, save me. You know, um, rabbits would love that too, Rich. So it wouldn't hurt to oh. put a little a little netting around it or a little chicken wire around it or something like that. So um Rosa Sharon, probably next year, it'll probably kick in a little more. You might see. Yeah, it's, it's a real nice, uh, the purple. I've got some a white one, too, but that one doesn't even bloom to almost November. Yeah. And it's starting to crowd my port, so I cut it way back to spring. So, Rich, we'll you you did it great because Rosa Sharon react to hard prune. You might see a way better flower now because all the old wood won't make a Rosa Sharon flower. It only blooms on the new foliage. So if you cut hard, it'll put out new foliage and a lot better flower, which might be a little earlier. Right. Okay. We'll see what happens. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, you bet. Enjoy your purple Rosa Sharon. You okay, know, we have you. a number of them that are even dwarf rich, red ones, pink ones, open-faced ones. So a number of them that are even tree form, a little shrub right. form them. So. All right. Yeah, okay, Rich. Thank you so much. Hang on the line, and we'll... Uh, um, we got a little gift card for you, and uh, um, swing oh, into you. Adele's and maybe get that chicken wire for our little go. repellent for your Rosa Sherry. <laughs> thank you. All okay. right, hang on, Rich. We'll send you back through the uh, glass, and again, I promise it won't hurt. Um, I was talking with a, a friend of mine, and because we've we've talked about you know the deer proofing mm-hmm. that you need to do, um, and uh, it seems that the the deer in, in near the complex that we're in. Um, 
have decided the entire complex is its own buffet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw one of the biggest hosta plants that I've ever seen just turn to sticks. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the deer are just voracious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we've talked about it before, but there's there's a couple different ways that you can battle this. One is the sticks that you can put in. Yep. But you can actually the tablets. Do the tablets. You there, but there's actually a pro the same kind of product that you can spray that you takes immediate effect. A deer mace, and it's an egg base, and it has got extremes of garlic, cinnamon, rosemary in it. It will not kill the deer. You will not find the deer laying next to it. But you got to got to remember, deer are habitual. They will go over and over again. Uh, easiest path most traveled so if they find your plant edible they will come back so if you spray if you put your tablets in and tablets are not immediate gym so they would need to be dissolved as you're watering and then brought up through the plant before that is a, 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 a taste deterrent so that's why we suggest both put in the spray down and that deer mace is works very well option two is deer and predators so we have predator urines that are a company called Shakeaway that is in granular or in um, uh, little sacks that you can hang around on the plants too. But once they start realizing they don't like your plant, they'll move off to your neighbors or to a plant. That, <laughs> and I'm not trying to say neighbors, but uh, we're working in yards and at the other end of the yard are the deer looking at us, so oh, yeah. laughing at us. So um, it, it, <laughs> it is really important to kind of, you know, protect your investment certain hostas and i might do a little research myself certain hostas at a job site the other day they weren't touching mm-hmm. some of the striped hostas and some of the other ones like some of the big leaf green ones they were they were stumps there was nothing left to them yeah so. it's just like maybe it, it depends on, on what kind it is so yeah. we're going to take another quick break and we'll be right back with andy waddell here on over the garden fence on this saturday morning wkzo news time nine thirty two. Flash from Waddell's. With the hot weather we've had, lawns, gardens, and trees are going to need plenty of extra water. And Waddell's carries all the supplies you need to help you get water to your landscape. Is your hose irritating, tangled, leaky, kinked, and broken? Get a new Stanley Fat Max hose on sale. Save $5 on the 50-foot hose or save $7 off the 100-foot hose this week. Get the top quality Dram Revolver nozzle with nine different settings on sale for just $11.99. How about a new sprinkler? Get an Orbit Oscillating Sprinkler. It covers up to 3,800 square feet and is on sale for $9.99. Want to conserve water and still get your plants irrigated? Get a Rain Drip Drip Irrigation System. They're easy to install and deliver just the right amount of water. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center, your number one source for hoses, reels, watering cans, soaker hoses, and hose repair parts. On Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. WKZL, time for for an, another segment of Over the Garden Fence mm-hmm. here with Andy Waddell. Um, I, <laughs> you know, you, you're, there's so many predators you got to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Um, we just put uh, bird netting over yep. both of our raised gardens. We yep. put it, we, the one we, it was easy. We used the uh, tubing, you know, with the hoops mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, and it, it worked really, it works really, really well. The, the other one was the tomato plants, and you can't really hoop above those. Yeah. So we use the tops of the, uh, of the, the uh, tomato, tomato cage, tomato cage mm-hmm. and put that on there and then just let it hang down. Um, 
And it seems to be working okay. I've seen the squirrels look at it and it's like, ha ha, you can't get in. Um, Jim, I just wrote bird netting down because I got a raspberry patch that's oh, coming on so go. good, and I want the raspberries. I just wrote, I need myself. So. Yeah, well, and, and it works. It really works great. Okay, two questions off the text line for the garden. Mm-hmm. Then something keeps cutting off just the flowers on my cone flowers just before they bloom. Cutworms, how to know if it's deer. They thought it might be deer, but they thought they'd eat more. Yep. And they treated it with spray, and it didn't stop. All right. And then what to do? Cutworm the flower will be sitting there in the morning laying on the ground. That's in my notes here. Chances are they're drawn to vegetables more, but definitely the way to um, look at that is it's sliced, but it has a little brown. The worm has actually worked in the stem itself. Mm -hmm. Rabbit will date the same angled cut. But the flower's gone. So the flower's laying there, definitely cutting worm, cutter, um, cutting worm. And then you could put um, your granulars around that. Um, there's slug, sluggo bait that you could use around that. If it is rabbit, I would use that, um, the, the mace that I was talking about. We okay. are having um, major problems with our broccoli. Yeah. Um, I really want some good broccoli and um, cauliflower and um the rabbits are getting them really bad. So we didn't spray the plant with that, but I went all around the ground, Jim, and I sprayed the raised garden itself to rid mm-hmm. those rabbits. So yeah. I don't I don't want my broccoli to taste like garlic. No. No. And and you can understand it. Uh the second question, um, can I cut back autumn crocus leaves or are they like tulips where they need the energy from the leaves to bloom? So autumn crocus is um probably spent so the way to tell if it's ready if that it's kind of like tulips and daffodils were two or three weeks ago um they are ones that can be cut to the ground i like to cut them in half jim that way a little of the green is still showing and that green can go back down autumn crocus and allium are probably at that next step to where they will be brown in the next week or two our maintenance department asked actually asked this morning on uh, allium, should we cut them back? And we're going to let them wait a couple more weeks. Let all that brown, almost to where the crocus are withered, and then cut that foliage off. Okay, and then they just pop yep. back. Yep, but now is the time to feed the autumn crocus for next year because as okay. the energy is going into the ground, working a little espoma plant tone around them, they would do wonders or a lot better for next year. There you go. Tulips, daffodils, hyacinths, that's when you flower, is not now or um, uh, fertilize, it's when they are actually going back into their dormant state. They will take the food with them. All right, cool. um, Jim, we keep seeing, well, I say the ranges, probably from 8 to 88 years old. Mm -hmm. We are seeing so many people walking out the door with houseplants. And I think the craze is, uh, you and me were off the air saying that, I think people are trying to bring the outside in. Mm -hmm. And in the heat, they just feel that uh, maybe they can enjoy some of that greenery. It's maybe my office space at my house, my living room. There is just, uh, um, maybe Waddell's is just, we love plants. But that house plant craze, we've got some really good varieties. Um, We have um, a a variety of Pilea teardrop. It's a bright, indirect 
full sun, easy to propagate, grows roots along their stem. Great, great, nice little plant. We have a ruby necklace. It's almost a foot long, a trailing plant with reddish purple stems. Easy to grow, full sun. We have one at home, Jim. It's called String of Pickles. String of Hearts, uh, almost reaching five feet long. Indirect and bright part sun. I think a few people know ZZ plants. It's a low light, drought tolerant, prefers shade. Um, I have a lot of fun with a, a, a group of plants called our air plants at home. They're just plants that have no roots to them. And um, you, uh, you spray them with water. They are not set in soil and you use them around the house and use a mister on them. Uh, no, no, uh, um, no need for soil, immerse them in the water once a week. We have a MQ pothos. Now, pothos is kind of a normal plant, okay? It's a normal indoor plant. But we have one, Jim, called MQ called Marble Queen. The more sun it gets, the whiter the leaves become. Can be outside in the summer in bright, indirect sun. So kind of a cool variety. Um, my former brother-in-law is super good with his orchids. Um, orchids are a very fun um, one to grow. I'm still having a challenge. It might be our house, a lot of indirects. And so um, they originally grew on trees, uh, thick, long roots, part sun, indirect light. It's kind of a fun. We have one at home. We're trying to make another um, just to make sure she grows, see if we can... Um, Play with it and see how I get it to flower again. One of my last ones is easy to care Shephaleras. Bright, indirect sun, uh, popular variety, kind of like an umbrella tree. And so what our manager, Rachel, said this morning, Jim, was why not we see if we can do a little gardening coaching with you, okay? Why not take some shots of the inside of your house? Not, And we haven't asked this before. Take some shots of the inside of the house. Come down and share with us, and maybe we can set up the right plants just like our landscape department does outside. Because really, there's a lot of easy way. We just talked about triple action with Bob's squash earlier. That's how to take care of house plants, everybody. There's ways to feed with Schultz and the Espoma foods that Waddell stocks. So Espoma line is a very good, strong, organic line. And um, the Schultz, we like it. Um, you put seven drops in your water every time you you uh, water your plants on the house plant. So, and I've said before how many dozens of varieties we have house plants. And uh, definitely wife always likes me to bring a few home more every week. We have soils and fertilizers of all kind, orchid, African violet, houseplant, and cactus soil. So those are all four different styles of plants in the house that really want different things. So we're just trying to maybe give a little help for an inside that might be, like I said, somebody's trying to bring the outside inside their home, and that's where extension of that living space, year-round um, greenery, uh, maybe you feel like you're doing your part with your clean air. All right. Very cool. Let's take our last break, and we'll get ready to wrap things up for this Saturday edition of Over the Garden Fence here on WKZO. 
Where do you go to get professional plant advice and the best quality plants? Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. Waddell's has Michigan certified nursery specialists, lawn pros, and master gardeners on staff to help you choose the right plants or to help diagnose what may be wrong with your existing plants. Stop in to see for yourself. You'll find the best selection of trees, shrubs, perennials, evergreens, products, and tools. You'll also find the plant doctor. The plant doctor can help you with a bothersome weed, an irritating insect, or a sick plant. Do you have a concern about your lawn, tree, perennial, or shrub? Do you have molds in your lawn? Are weeds taking over a garden area? Bring in a sample of the plant and some soil from around it to get an accurate assessment and a prescription for control and prevention techniques. You can even bring in a sample of your soil to get a free pH test. Waddell's Plant Doctor is always in and ready to help. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Just a couple of minutes left and over the garden fence, we were talking about houseplants, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool, but... Um, something I want to ask about houseplants, you're obviously choosing one, but if you have a pet, yep. do you have uh, a list or the ability to talk about plants that may not be the best thing to put you in your house? You got it. You got it. There is um, definitely, we have that list. Now, um, <clears throat> stop into our floral department. We can help you. There is an item called dumb cane that <laughs> my dumb dog, I love, I love him. I love him. But Archie was drawn to that plant. Now, um, Jim, I didn't know it till three quarters of the plant was gone. Ah. <laughs> but it did not kill them. It would just make them very drowsy. And um, so stop in. Because on the opposite, we've seen many times where oh, a little cat might eat a little chunk of poinsettia. And poinsettia, you sell at the Christmas time all yeah. through the department stores and at, at Waddell's and many other places. It really does take hundreds of leaves literally many plants to eat the whole plant before the animal is yeah. um, not doing well. So most of the time the animal starts chewing on it. They realize it's not something they like <laughs> and they'll draw away from it, okay. especially being both those type of animal, cat, dog, they're carnivores. They're not, they're not necessarily a herbivore. And so they're not drawn to that. Are they chewing on it? from something else though, Jim? Oh, so they go. might have digestion or they might have, um, you know, a uh, fur ball or something like that, that might be a little more detailed. And that's why they're just like when a cat or a dog is chewing grass outside, they might have worms. So okay, just an idea on that. Well, so. Want to do this again next week? I do. Why I, not? I, Let's have some fun. Let's uh, thank everybody for uh, calling in for those gift cards and um, um, for all the guests that are listening in. All right. We'll see you uh, next week, sir. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Over the Garden Fence on this Saturday. Tune in every Saturday after 9 a.m. for Over the Garden Fence. Brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of Milliman 12th Street, 590-1069-FM, WKZO, everything Kalamazoo.